This is episode 134 of the Fearless Launching Show, and today we are going to talk about my step-by-step process for setting the right goals for your next launch. Are you ready? Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done for you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. All right, guys, thanks for joining me today. Uh, As I said in the intro, we are going to be talking about my step-by-step process for setting the right goals for your next launch. And now, if you guys don't have my launch workbook or launch toolkit, where my launch workbook lives, make sure to head over to ansamoylove.com forward slash 134. It'll be right there in the sidebar of the blog, right next to the show notes. And I want you to grab that because one of the very first steps that I tell you to take in that launch workbook, which has been my 10 steps to kind of get you started towards your next launch, And it's actually been a piece of these first steps for as long as I can remember. And mostly because ever since I've been helping people launch, putting together projects, doing my own launches, that's the first step, setting the goals, figuring out where we headed with this. So along with all the pieces you're likely trying to figure out to execute your own product launch, whether it's an online course or a product or a an event, whatever it is. Maybe you just want to launch a webinar series. Maybe it's something non-paid you're trying to launch. Listen, the one step, and but let's reserve this today actually to the paid types of launches, the ones where you're hoping to make some money, bring in revenue for your business. So the one step I push all my students, all my clients, and myself really to do And it's not just to do, but it's also to declare it. And that is setting goals and making really realistic and smart projections for the launch, revenue projections. But I get you might be thinking, especially if you're just starting out, even if you're not a, you know, self-professed newbie, you might be thinking, well, how do you set those kinds of realistic goals if you've A, you've never launched, and B, you've never really sold anything before, or C, it's a completely new venture. You have no idea how it's going to hit the market. And that's what we're going to talk about today in this episode, really, because I wanted to walk you through my own process for setting launch goals so that you know what you're headed towards isn't just a set of pipe dreams and just ideas of where you think you're going to end up that aren't really based in reality. I want you to really be firmly grounded in what is now, what is real, 
where you're at now, your starting point, your wherever you are, what wherever your business is, whatever the state of your business, your audience, your understanding of your audience, how regardless of where you are in your business and your experience launching. I want you to head into it really based in reality. I want you to know that these launch goals that you've set for yourself are attainable. They actually feel attainable. That's one where, you know, that that one's a tough one. But I also want you to be able to set goals that then give you specific action steps. So not only are those goals just going to sit there, they're not going to sit there like a post-it note on your wall. You're going to have some specific things that you're going to know you need to do to reach whatever goal that is. And the launch goals are also going to show you where you're going to need to improve things, thus taking those steps that we just talked about. And in addition to that, setting these types of targets for yourself really informs all the decisions you're going to make on the launch. It tells you if you're going to need that extra webinar, that extra email, that extra partner or affiliate, that extra video, that extra Facebook Live. You know, it it informs all those decisions that you're going to make throughout leading up to and after the launch. So let's dive in because I want you to really think about this goal setting piece of your launch. I think it's really important. It's one of, like I said, it's the first step I think Yeah, it's the first step in my 10 steps workbook. So you can grab that anytime. It's just a free resource I created for you. And the first step really is the most simple, but most profound effect. And out of anybody's goal setting systems and a lot of different teachers I've been exposed to have always, you know, had a piece of whatever they were teaching that I learned from them to create that vision, to create that why, where I was going, but no one, no one has ever said this to me. And it dawned on me that yes, I've had teachers and I've had guides along the way in my life who've, who've definitely talked to me about the language that we use and how that shapes our results and the outcomes and how we achieve things. So this first step kind of fits into that world. Stop calling them launch goals. Start calling them your revenue projections. Seriously, okay, what I'm about to say might be offensive. I'm not meaning it in any way. This is a very old school term probably, but a phrase, but seriously, put on your big girl panties, your girl boss, your your girl CEO, lady boss, whatever you want to call them, put on your big girl panties. You're a big girl, you're an adult, and make some projections. It's too easy to call them goals and then, do, and then literally do nothing with them. Smart goals aren't necessarily smart because when people hear you've got these goals, when you're when you even hear yourself say, here's my goal that you're going to, that you want to reach, bam, dude, you won't see them as even real and no one else will. There's something about this conversation of goals in productivity and goal setting, the goal setting world where that, that word no longer speaks to me. I, I mean, goals in general, I think are very important to have so are dreams, so is your vision of the future. But I think when it comes to a launch, turn that around, turn that around big time and say, look, I'm going to be 
setting my revenue projections for this launch. Take yourself and your launch seriously. Boom. <laughs> that's and that's what I've been doing. And it's definitely changed. Um, it's definitely changed a lot of things over the last couple of years. So now that you're taking, let's say you've taken yourself seriously. Okay. You're you're no longer having your your goal setting, dreaming slumber party with your girl boss but besties. You've got revenue projections now. So let's just say now you're taking yourself seriously. Let's get down to numbers. So the next part of this is acknowledging your average conversion rates. So not to go crazy on words that are kind of a little bit confusing sometimes, but conversion rate really simply means the number of people who see your page and the number of people who take action on that page. Divide the people who who took the action by the total number of people, and you've got your conversion rate. It's generally expressed as a percentage. And what you need to know, simply put, one to three percent of the people who will see your offer, see your sales page, who didn't just come upon it by accident and are maybe cousins to the person who really (laughs) was looking at whatever they're looking at, but someone who actually got served your offer and they they were slightly interested in it already. I know there's a lot of ifs, 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 but it's not just anybody. It's not just someone who drives by on the freeway. Though, if I were possibly driving by on the freeway and saw a handbag that I really liked, I might look for it if I really liked it at Nordstrom. And I guess that would be a conversion, right? Okay. Nonetheless, the conversion rate of most sales pages just just straight up sales pages, seeing nothing else is quite low. And I've worked with a lot of people who you might be surprised achieve those low conversion rates. Now, higher conversion rates can happen and do happen if you've got live elements in your launch, like challenges, like webinars, like Facebook lives, like Facebook groups, like Insta stories, like Snapchat, those kind of live-ish events count as well. So you can definitely raise that conversion. There are lots of ways to do that. But I don't want you to despair right now and be like, okay, and I've got like 100 people, I think, visiting my page, less on my list. Um, how can I How can I even do this? And I, and I just say, instead of worrying that you've only got 100 people, Think of how can you interact with those people live so that you can up your conversion rate. You can turn their attention. And if it's right for them, now that's assuming also that your 100 people are your ideal customers, your ideal audience, your ideal clients. Sometimes they're not. And you know that's going to be up to you to really whittle that number down to the real people who are your real core group of people who who will likely want whatever you're offering. So when you're kind of coming up with this average conversion rate, you start with lower, more realistic number. And I was thinking about this before when I was kind of typing up some of these notes that you could do it one of two ways, really, to come up with what this is going to be for you. If you don't know, you could come up with your worst case scenario, 1%, and then say, okay, if the conversion rate is 1%, how many people do I need to see this, have this offer, to see what I'm doing, to see my sales page, to attend my webinar in order to get 
X number of sales. So that's the math you've got to do there. Um, And you want to start gathering some of this information. And I'm going to give you some specific places to do that in just a moment. But gather the following information to get a very loose idea of what number of people we're talking about here. And by the way, if you have a more advanced kind of tracking in place for your business, this is not for you. This is what I'm talking about now is really just guesstimates. It's when you're first starting out. And there are certainly tons of calculators online, but one to three percent for just seeing the sales page, uh, ten to twenty percent is really good conversion rate for live webinars and those kinds of things, live stream things. I remember even just being on um, Periscope, and one of my master classes that I taught, like I think it was like a year and a half ago at this point. <laughs> All the people who who were in that were on Paris were from Periscope, and so, and I didn't have a ton of people watching me either. So that live element really does kind of kind of get people interested, and if they're already interested, it helps them see you a little bit more clearly, see if they'd like to learn from you, get to know your personality, get to know what kind of thing you're going to teach them. So. Don't discount the value of those more live experiences. So here's what I want you to do. There's going to be three things. And if you're like, I don't have that, then that's your task, okay? You do not want to move forward unless you have these in place. So look in your Google Analytics account right now and just take down the number of average visitors each month to your website. Maybe two specific posts that you think are related to your offer. That might be a good one, especially if you have a blog that covers many different topics. And then you'll be able to dig a little bit more in there. And if you need some help with this, I think use your best friend, Google, your business bestie, and find out how to then figure out where those people came from. Um, There's definitely, um, if you kind of noodle around in Google Analytics, you should be able to figure that out. Then... After you've got kind of some of that data written down, write that stuff down, then I want you to go over to your email marketing provider. And if you don't have one, you should. And like I said, if you don't have a place where you send emails from, like a MailChimp, a, an active campaign, a Infusionsoft, a ConvertKit, Drip, whatever, if you don't have one, get one. So what you want to do is go in there, open up your analytics, and just take a look at First of all, the number of people you've got on your list, the number of people who generally open, they usually give you the percentage, the open rate. And and especially for, you know, look for the different emails that were related to, again, topic-wise especially, what you are going to be offering people. And look for those emails and look for a percentage of people who clicked to to read those blog posts or to read whatever you told them, you know, clicked for some reason um, related to whatever it is you are launching. Um, And these don't have to be launch emails, by the way, but if you have launch emails, go get those too and just start kind of getting an idea of what kind of activity people are already engaging in with you. What kind of behaviors are they exhibiting just by opening and clicking your emails. And you want to go with the most recent data, but of course, if you've done launches in the past, pull out your launch emails, your launch web page analytics, 
um, your sales page, you know, analytics, whatever you can see to see how many people actually viewed your offer and what your real percentage conversion rate is. And if anything I'm saying here doesn't make sense, that's okay. That's actually what we talk mostly about in Fearless Launching, and we can get get all that set up with you. So then um, you're going to just kind of tally up all those opens, the opens, the clicks, the visits, and kind of get an idea, the lay of the land for yourself. And okay, so this is my my average month. And let's say maybe you can make some estimates that, wow, I actually get a lot of people opening and clicking. So I'm going to go with, maybe you'll be you won't be afraid to say, I'm going to start off with 5% of the people might, might turn into customers. So your, your conversion rate, you don't have to start it with the 1% to 3%. You can go higher if you know you're going to do something live. So next, you know, like I said, we do talk more about this in Fearless Launching, but you should be able to come up with a general number, starting a, com- a starting conversion rate, even without a ton of data. And if you can't, Well, you've got your marching orders there because if you don't have these things set up, then you need to continue publishing, continue sending emails out, or start doing those things so that you can start providing value to people. And here's a little hint, whatever your offer is going to be, whatever your product launch is going to be, start providing content that gets them ready for that, that is directly related to that. So the next one, step three, is really my good, better, best. And this is something that I like good, better, best, but honestly, it's been called a few different things for me. I've had some coaches, teachers along the way who've suggested this method of setting projections for a launch. I remember doing this way back when I was in animation and we would have like project, you know, projections, and then we would actualize it at the end where we would say, okay, here was the actual number. Here's the uh, here's our actual money made on this project. Pace Smith was the very first person, and she's actually in one of my. I think I might have to put that up on the podcast. I had a, I did a great interview with her years ago, but it's really really smart. And actually, she talks about this. I may have to point you guys to that um, or put it up somewhere so you guys can get that um, with Pace Smith and Kelly Kingman. Then my uh, then it was Todd Herman and the 90 Day Year was the most recent, but I'm thinking that James Wedmore has something similar that he shared with me. So uh, I know there's been definitely been a few people, but here's how I like to apply it to my launches, and you can too. So once you've got some real data for you know how things generally go with you know, maybe on your launches, maybe maybe even just on the way that people interact with your emails and your content. Now you're going to come up with some projections for three different levels. You're going to say what feels realistic. So you might be at the, yeah, let's do 1% for that conversion rate. And then you're going to look at what feels a little bit of a stretch. Maybe that's 5% conversion rate. Maybe then you're going to think, well, what would feel so amazing that I could hardly imagine it but if I worked really hard, I could get there. And then you come up with something a little bit higher. So like I said, you start with that conversion rate and basically you might say, okay, my GBB is 3%, 7% is be, would be better and say 10% would be the best. Great. So then do the math and figure out what is 3% conversion for you? What is that equal in dollars? 
Um, now, like I said, we go go into this a little bit more in fearless launching and in some of the other things that I that I do with clients, but you can you can come up with some very very basic calculations. And what I'm going to do is I'll put like a little worksheet into the show notes or some some explanation on how you can do this. You could go over there and check it out. Even if it's not a download, I will show you what the calculation needs to be. All right, next. So once you've got those, guess what's next? Action. So you're going to define the actions to reach each level. Okay, so you might not know exactly what it's going to take to reach each level that you've defined. You're like, but Anne, I don't know what to do. But all you need to do to kind of up-level yourself in any area, and this is kind of what I do, and I'm not successful at it all the time. I mean, I, I don't think that we can expect ourselves to be perfect all the time. But what I do know is that thinking in terms of, okay, what else can I give my audience? What else can I share with them? What else do they need to hear? How, who else do I need to reach out to? Is there someone who needs to hear something? Is there something I haven't said to them? Is there, is there something, or then you can even get personal and start going through your emails and say, does she need to hear this? What does she need? Is she right for this? Is is he right for this? Is, are, is this person right for this? So this may take the longest for you and require a literally a full processing kind of conversation out loud. It's one of the past episodes that I did about the most important first step, and that is being able to have a launch conversation with someone, uh, someone in business, maybe not your buddy or anything like that, but somebody who gets business, who lets you kind of speak out your launch instead of just writing it out, speak it out to someone and say, does this make sense? Um, this is what I want to reach. Do you have any ideas for anything else I should do? This is where you have to really to think about the different levels. Like good might be continuing to do what you're doing now, maybe adding a tad more consistency to the mix right before your launch, you know, to reach the good number. Better might be, do you have a live event planned for your launch yet? No? Well, what about planning one? Already doing one? Okay, maybe you add another one or maybe two more two more times that you're going to do that webinar. Think of one more thing you can do for each piece of that launch to-do list you've already set and how you can push it just one more step. We can always, it's like a blog post. You can always think of one more thing to make the blog post better, a better picture, a content upgrade, a, a thing that you can add to it to improve. So what can you improve? Maybe you just need one more person to work with you through all the work. And then best, list out all the things you know would make a huge difference, but you've never done them, don't know how you're going to get get it done, and really push yourself. So this could be something like a, like a fully, you know, a full Facebook ads campaign. This could be working with partners or doing multiple webinars or hiring a graphic designer or, or a copywriter to do your sales page and write your, your emails. It could mean a series of upgrades you've put off on your entire sales process that you've just you've just kind of delayed, but you know would make a huge difference. So I would really think through each of those levels and what it's going to take to get to those. And number five, this one is also, I like to bookend the process with another more, it's just another way of looking at what it is 
you're doing and changing your perception of this launch. Because we're not just doing it for the money, usually. Or if we are, there's something deeper. So take a moment, take five moments, take the night to just write out how you want to feel, why you want... Why you really want to reach the projections you've set? Like, why is it so important to you to have a five-figure launch or a six-figure launch or a seven-figure launch? It's okay to get a little wild and a little weird here. You know, you might have some really personal reasons and I would just explore those. Maybe you even can start with a list where you list out as many reasons as you can get because what I've discovered is as you get to the end of that list, my goodness, the, the list starts to get really juicy, really good. And this is part of an exercise another coach gave me. Um, this year, I feel like I the same coach, it's like, <laughs> has, given, has like cropped up in different people over the years to give me this, to give me this reminder uh, exercise. But it's really been so instrumental in me always working toward that dream, that why giving myself something to hold on to. So, okay. So get to it, right? As you're working through the launch, keep a journal of the actions you take. So after you close the doors, the launch finishes, you can see where you need to course correct. You can see what you need to set for your projections next time. You can see if you were off. You can see if maybe you need a little work in the reality department. You'll get better at you doing this as you continue to do it, as you continue to launch. Sometimes you'll be off. Sometimes you'll be right on. But practice. Keep practicing. Get used to talking about the numbers and what you're going to do to reach those numbers and why you want to reach them in the first place. It is so important. So a few books that I wanted to mention, I'll put them in the show notes that I think that you would help you get more focused, make better decisions while keeping your head out of the clouds <laughs> and out of your head, really. You're gonna, I'm gonna keep you out of your head, but then I'm gonna keep your head out of the clouds, if that makes any sense. The first book is Start Right Where You Are, How Little Changes Can Make a Big Difference for Overwhelmed Procrastinators, Frustrated Overachievers, and Recovering Perfectionists. Love that, right? The next one is called The One Thing. And then the third one is called Essentialism. Of course, I always I do think you got to read The White Space Solution, which is my ebook about really clearing the space so you can, you know, think more clearly about these things. And I am not the master and mistress of of, you know, launch data, but I do know that it's important at least to have a very clear view of what's happening and and still in spite of those things that might scare you, it might scare you to look in your wallet. It might scare you to look in your email service provider. It might scare you to um, check the balance. I don't know, like, I don't know what, or check your Google Analytics to see what the, the traffic is. But those are the numbers. Those are so important to know. And when you have those, it firmly, you know, and you're grounded in them and you own them, guess what? That's, that's where fearless launching happens. That's what fearless launching is all about. It's just knowing where you are, knowing what you can handle, and then taking the next step. All right, guys, I will talk to you later. And uh, I am so grateful for this show. Today, I was thinking so much about you and about 
planning and goal setting and, you know, I'm putting my own goals down on paper. Thanks for listening. If you're not already subscribed, make sure to head over to iTunes, hit subscribe, and also leave me a review. I love hearing from you. So make sure to reach out to us at support at and I'll see you next week.